real big welcome to everybody who's joining us on Facebook, Sunny Coast Facebook, Melbourne, uh, YouTube. It's, it is great that you can be part of Dream Team United, a little bit different to normal. Um, we're in our new set. We've, we've sort of, we had the, the set that we've been filming for church for the last little while, but we filmed for Mother's Day and we've moved to the stage. It's kind of like the levels of restrictions are being lifted and we've moved to the stage. We've got the LED behind us and I'm just so glad that you're watching us, that you're uh, part of what we're doing. Uh, don't get too comfortable because I'm going to get you to do something with me in a moment. Uh, Danielle sends her love tonight. She couldn't be with us. Uh, she is watching. She loves you guys. And uh, yeah, just she sends her love. We, I don't know what you've been doing for exercise in restriction land. Um, some of you maybe have been just continuing because your weapons with your exercise. Maybe some of you had a routine of going to the gym and it's gone out the window. Maybe some of you are on a strict exercise and eating regime and it's all down to comfort food right now. You know who you are. Uh, well, our daughter, Gemma, has got us onto an ab workout. Okay, an ab workout. I've, I just before we came here, we did day six. Uh, in a, I missed a day, but I'd like to say in a, in a row. It's like a 10-minute ab workout. And oh my gosh, who knew how, how many muscles can hurt all at the same time? So what I thought I'm going to get you to do is we're going to do a little ab workout right now. I know. So this is what's going to happen. Uh, every one of you who are able, under the age of 85, I reckon, means you're able. Uh, if, you're in your, if you're watching this at your family dinner table, stop now and get in somewhere where you can do a 30-second plank. All right, so I'm going to lead us in this little exercise right now. That means all of the less than 10 people in the room right now. We're going to join in on this. And what we're going to do, so that would be Hope Davis. I saw you're with us on Facebook Live. Uh, that would be Kathy Clancy. I saw you're with us. Uh, John Owen down there in Melbourne, uh, Dan and Ebony. So we're going to get down. Okay, this is what we have to do. They make us do this, all right? Down. You can either do hands. There's a reason for this. I've got a point behind this, okay? But in your lounge room, uh, in your bedroom, if you're watching in your bedroom, in your kitchen, all right, in your car might be a bit tricky, but all right. So you can either do elbows like these. You can do those, or you can do hands, okay? One or the other. And we're going to go for 30 seconds, and it starts in one second. Here we go. Okay, lock in. All right. So the joy of this is you've got to strengthen your core. So your, your butt should be quite down, quite strong in the room here, quite good. You guys are doing great. There are some exercises that if you get super fit, you can actually, they do, they're called up and downs, where you can actually go up and down. That's sort of like a combining a push-up with the things. Now, I just did mine before, so my abs are quite tight. But you're doing great. You've only got like three seconds, two seconds, one second. Now, some of you might want to do a one-handed ab, just if you want to do that, just to go to the one arm. Who's got Josh Dot here? You'd be proud. The one arm ab. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Just, that was just to get the blood flowing, to warm you up. Quite good. You would have been proud of Rod Frecker. Absolutely owned and dominated that. Now, the reason I got us to do some core exercises, apart from the fact that it's just a good exercise for us to do, is Dream Team is the core of our church. See what I did there, Teresa? That was good, wasn't it? Dream Team is the core of our church. And uh, I've been going to physio for quite a while to strengthen my back. And one of the things that they get you to work on is to strengthen your back and your posture is your core. 
external abs, then there's another layer of abs, and then there's another even greater layer of abs that goes right around the back, and your posture gets helped when your core gets strengthened. And as the dream team united of our church, those of you who are volunteers, servers, prayers, tithers, givers, you are the core of C3 Powerhouse. The reason that our church is going so strong through a very challenging season where some churches are actually closing in this time, but the reason our church is actually going from strength to strength in this season is because of you. It's because you as part of the core are strong. You're fine-tuned, you're prayers, you're faithful, you're reaching out, people are serving. It's amazing to me the amount of people who have stepped up in this season. I want to give a few shout-outs to some of the team. The production team have been here every... Uh, we're filming Sundays at the moment. So yeah, hand clap in the, you know, in the thing there, in the chat room. Just hand clap for the production team, all the camera people, sound people, video editing people. Sam Rogers leads the production team here and is doing a brilliant, brilliant job. Toby in Melbourne is doing all our post-production editing. And so it's just been an outstanding effort by, by that whole team. So we're grateful for all of you. We couldn't have church without the production team. So well done. Uh, also to our kids team, Kids Online, uh, kids, oh, our kids ministry director, Dan Bowman. I hope you did those planks there, Dan. I'm sure you would have dominated. But the kids um, team have been going three times a week, afternoon groups, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, kids ministry online with the Clancy's, really looking after your kids. So just a big shout out to everyone who's been doing children's ministry and so many other areas. The new people team, Teresa, you got like, I don't know if you said the numbers before, but 19 people are doing the new lot of Alpha. People who have, aren't saved yet, people who have been saved in the last little while and are checking things out. Uh, you would think that Alpha is one of those things, oh, well, when we all get back to meeting in rooms, that's when we'll start. But that, to 19 people here on the sunny coast, we've been running Alpha in Melbourne. Just phenomenal. Encounter Day got ha happened on Sunday. Uh, people getting touched, set free, he, uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, all online. So it's amazing. So I want to just, a, a, a big shout out to the core of our church. You guys are remarkable. You're absolutely remarkable. Now, I, I just, I've got a few little things I want to share. Uh, one, little, one, one update relates to our Powerhouse Conference. Normally, we would be gearing up for Powerhouse Conference at the end of July. So we, we're having to, at this point, uh, postpone that or cancel it for the end of July and basically say, stay tuned. Not sure exactly what we're going to be doing. We're kind of waiting for restrictions to lift so that we can plan in advance, but we need more than a couple of months to be able to plan in advance. So that's our Powerhouse Conference. I think we're going to do something exciting anyway. I can't wait till we get together. I know it's cool online and all, but there's nothing like being in the room. And we're going to, we're, so we'll just stay tuned, okay? I wanted to let you know that. Um, our groups are hitting record numbers of people who are joining in on the Zoom groups. And I know some of you stare at screens all day. And so to the concept of staring at screens for a little bit longer is a bit challenging. But jump on there because somebody else is waiting for your encouragement. Somebody else is waiting for your, uh, just your story, your faith, your, you sharing some things for them. I loved what Vicki Simpson said in her message on Sunday that it's a season 
where people with a gift of faith are going to be stirred and, and come to the surface. So, so uh, jump on those groups, but we are hitting record numbers. Thanks to all our group leaders who have gone, many of you have gone to weekly and increased your connection and your phone calls. Uh, I'm hearing stories of, of people who are just, uh, who are things like going to bakers, picking up bread and distributing it in your, in your street, in your neighborhood. People like Barb and Carrie Ann and Petra and just your acts of kindness into your street and sharing and asking, can we do anything? I love that. Shining God's love into our communities. So for everyone who's being innovative and finding a way to just shine God's love into your neighborhood or to church members, to those who are vulnerable, uh, well done. We're super, super proud of you. Super, super proud of you. Uh, couple of thoughts I want to share with us tonight. Okay, I want to, um, oh, before I get there, hold on, I, that's what I was, I was going here. Very important that I share up-to-date jokes. That's part of my uh, criteria. So I've been sent a few through that I know. Um, I know that some of you want to do. I, okay, this is for all of you who are homeschooling. Uh, you can talk to the other parent and genuinely have, be having a parent-teacher conference right now. Yeah, that's right. I know. I know. That was slightly weak, but hey, that's not mine. I got sent that. I won't tell you. Okay, here's one. If I get stimulus money and then I use that stimulus money to buy baby chickens, does that mean we get our money for nothing and our chicks for free? <laughs> now that's, is that dire straits? I feel like that's uh, money for nothing. And it, okay, that's, that's a freebie for you. Just something to share. Dad jokes. I do feel a holy responsibility to continue to share dad jokes to help everybody through this season. Awesome. I want to read a, a, a scripture to you tonight. I'm going to take maybe 10 minutes here, uh, maybe longer. I should never say how long I'm going to take, but I'm going to take a little while to look at a scripture that the Lord spoke to me um, today as I was praying about tonight. And just, I, I guess the the, the sense that I have in this season, before I get to this scripture, the sense that I have in this, script, this season, we have Mother's Day, and then I'm beginning a two-week series, and it's called Behold, I Do a New Thing. And it's out of Isaiah 43. I believe that, that God didn't um, originate COVID-19. It's not His thing. But I believe God is never surprised when this sort of thing happens. And He's already had a plan of how he would use this for his kingdom purposes. That's the sovereignty of God. He, he knows the end from the beginning. And so God, right now in this season, is rearranging and repositioning and re-engineering things uh, for the church, for our church. Last year, this time, uh, last year, David McCracken prophesied over our church that 2020 would be a year of supernatural breakthrough. And you know what? He hasn't changed his mind. He didn't go, oh, oh, COVID-19, whoops, didn't see that coming. Sorry, can, I, can we just undo that and get a new one? Maybe it's the year of just getting through. No, he said it's a year of supernatural breakthrough. And I want to encourage us tonight, uh, and, and really the title of my message, I've flogged this from my wife and I'm going to redirect it. It's have another look. Have another look. Now, I know Danielle preached a brilliant message for all the singles out there who have put people in the not my type box, not tall enough, not short enough, not blonde enough, not blue-eyed enough, whatever it might be, that you need to sometimes, if character's right, 
have another look and let God open up your eyes. So let that be a fresh word reminding someone tonight. But my have another look message is a bit different. Uh, the, the concept of it comes from, and fellas, you, let, let's, let's just work here together. Uh, often I'm asked by Danielle or even my daughter to go and find something in the fridge, the cupboard, the laundry, anywhere. Okay, let's, uh, the t- and look, the worst place that I get asked to find something is the Tupperware cupboard, especially if you've got to have the lid and the container at the same... Like, my pet peeve in household chores would be putting Ikea stuff together. Okay, that's, that's going to be in hell, putting Ikea stuff together. Pretty sure about that. But in addition to putting that sort of stuff together, flat packs, uh, there's also the Tupperware retrieval where you find the flipping container and you've got to find the lid to match and maybe it's got thrown out or whatever. You, you know what I'm talking about. All right. So anyway, I'm just venting here. This is good for me. However, uh, we get sent like, hey, can you find uh, the cream, the dollop cream? It's in the fridge. And I go and I look and, and look, all of us know as guys, you don't need to move things to find stuff. If you can't see it without moving anything, it's obviously not there, right? Am I, am I right? So you just look in, you have a look, you have a look, you come back, and, 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 they, and she's like, no, no, go back, have another look. So I go back, and if I'm really good, I, I, I move things around, I go layer by layer by layer, and I look, and it's not there. And then I'll go back and I go, babe, it's not there. And, if, and she'll just go, look, have another look. And sometimes I've looked three times and not seen it. She's walked in, opened the door and gone, boom, there it is. It's like a, it's like a sixth sense that some of you ladies have. It's like x-ray vision. You just know it's there. Uh, one night we were at our place and um, I, <laughs> I went outside to find a particular type of drink, I think, and, and came back in. It's not there. Back outside, not there. Gemma's like, all right, I'll have a look. And I, and I literally said, seriously, I can't wait to see the look on your face when you realize it's not there and, I, and, it, and you couldn't, I, you know, I could see it and couldn't see it. And she comes back in and goes, here it is. All right. So for every guy who's done that or girl with particular wirings and different whatever, okay, have another look. You're not alone. It's not evil. It's not a sin. It's not something that's bad. It's just the way we're wired and let's just roll with it. Okay. In the scripture, there is a moment where a prophet tells somebody to have another look. And it's in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 6. And we're going to have a look at this right now. 2 Kings, chapter 6, verse 15. I believe it's going to come up on your screen. Is that right? Is it coming up on It is. It's even coming up on my screen. Awesome. It says this, And when the servant of the man of God arose early. So we've got, uh, who we've got right here in this particular moment is Elisha. And he's got his, his offsider. He's been telling secrets about the king of Syria and his movements and what he's up to. And he's been foiling his plans because God's been revealing his secrets to Elisha, who's in the secret place. And God's showing him what's happening. And nothing keeps happening. They find out he's at this city called Dothan. They send the armies. Okay, and that's where we pick it up. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army, the Syrians, surrounding the city with horses and chariots, And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes 
that he may see. And then in the Amplified Version, it says, Elisha said, have another look. Okay, it doesn't really, but I'm just giving you the concept. He's seen with his natural eyes. He says, and then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire, all around Elisha. And it goes on, so when the Syrians came down, Elisha prayed to the Lord, strike this people, I pray, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. I love this. This is a story about parallel universes. This is a story about the reality of the natural realm and the reality of the spiritual realm. And here's what I want us to understand. As Elisha's servant went out and looked around, He didn't see a fake Syrian army. He didn't see, it wasn't an illusion. Oh, there's chariots and horses and and, and soldiers all coming specifically to get my master and I. He wasn't imagining this particular situation. It was real. They were real soldiers, real chariots, real spears, real bow and arrows. Uh, There was natural trouble coming their way. And so what happened in that moment, and I I want us to say in the the circumstances that we find ourselves, today in Australia, one million Australians have lost their jobs. You might be one of those who have lost your job. Uh, You might be one whose hours have been cut back. You might be uh, a business owner and your business, like my business, has has taken a significant hit in the last month or two months. You might be one of those uh, in in that particular situation. You might find the restrictions on your life from from family is is debilitating. The isolation is eating away at you. Your mental health, you're you're having challenges. And the, the first thing I want us to say is, and it's really important because we're a people of faith. We're a people who believe what God says in the face of the impossible. But those people aren't ones who, they don't go out and go, oh, there's no chariots. They don't pretend, oh, they're horses? What horses? They're not really horses. They're not really soldiers. No, 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 they're real. And the first part of the journey of faith is to accept a natural reality. And so we are in a natural reality where, where for us and the three things I've sort of been continually saying for us is that we, would, that we would use wisdom by facing facts and adjusting where we need to, that we would, in that, that sense, wisdom would be primary, that we would have compassion so that God would use us to minister his love to people who are doing it tough, both within the church and outside the church, and we would have faith. And faith starts when we accept, okay, it's tough for people right now. It's tough for people in the church right now. And that's, that's what Elisha's servant saw, the natural reality. But here's the thing. We're not people who stop at just looking at the natural reality. We're people who, when, when God's voice comes and says, now I want you to have another look. I want you, and he, he, he looked and then God opened his eyes and there was a whole army of heaven moving in that particular moment. And I, I want us to be those kind of people. Even, even those of you who, who today you're facing some challenges in one of those areas, I want you to be a person who goes, okay, God, I need to get heaven's perspective on this situation right now. Does it suck right now? Yes, it does suck right now. But has, is God in charge right now? He's absolutely in charge. Are there more for us than against us? Absolutely there is. And I want us to have that perspective right now there's more 
for us than are against us now. We're on the, the winning side as a church. And so sometimes the way that, 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 the way that we access that faith, it, it, it takes a little bit of work. It doesn't come natural. That's why we've been preaching on the language of faith. We've been preaching about creating an atmosphere of praise where God comes and dwells. We've been preaching about preparing our testimony of, of what God is up, what's going to happen and what we're going to be declaring to people. Pastor Vicky shared with us brilliantly about faith comes, even though it might be, we might be devoid of faith right now, but in a moment, faith can come to your spirit. Even right now, faith can come to your spirit that God is going to turn this situation around. I love this. I love the thought that, that as we, and this is the whisper I hear from the Holy Spirit to, to C3 Powerhouse people. It's to find the secret place. It's to find the place. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, God plays hide and seek a little bit with us. I, I don't know, when, when the kids are little, you play hide and seek and you, you hide behind a pot plant and they can see you and they go, oh, I found you. And they're two years old. But as the kids get older, Hide and seek, you've you got to make it harder for them or it's not as much fun. You've got to hide in a cupboard or you've got to go and find a really tough place for them to find you because the older they get, the, the, more, of a, the more the game needs that. And God, the Lord tells us that he wants us to seek him. I believe this is a season of seeking God while he may be found. I believe there are, for some of us, we have some, some, some opportunity and time to rediscover the secret place, to seek God. And sometimes he's not immediately found. Sometimes the Holy Spirit's almost like God takes a step back because he wants us to just dig a little bit deeper. He wants us to, to, to just, he's testing how much we want him, how much we want his presence. And I, I believe that we're in a season right now where God's saying, come on, would you come into the secret place? Would you move into that, into that place and the secret place of, and I'm kind of preaching about this in a couple of weeks, but the secret place is, it's, it's a physical place for everybody, but it's not necessarily a room. It could be a beach or a rainforest or a paddock or a bedroom or, or a kitchen, or, but it's a place that you go. And in that place, we seek God. And I love what the Bible says, that if we seek him in the secret place, he'll reward us openly. I have a, I have a sense and, you know, uh, there'll probably be a moment in, in the next, well, not probably, there'll be a moment in the next weeks, months, when we're allowed to gather again. Maybe we'll be allowed to gather with up to 100 people. And we were chatting about what we would do if that's the case. And the first thing I would call us to gather to is to gather in prayer. Because I believe that, that the supernatural breakthrough isn't going to just come because we find the best ways to go online or the best ways to, cap, to use technology. I think we've got to keep doing all we possibly can to maximize the season. But there's no doubt that it's, things are birthed in the Spirit right now. So my prayer, my prayer for you and my prayer for me and my prayer for the church in this season is that we would, we would have another look at what God's doing. That we would tune our spiritual ears to what the Holy Spirit's saying in this season. He's saying what's he wanting to draw you into? But for us corporately, as, a, as the core of the church, I believe he's calling us to a deeper, a deeper place of relationship with him and a greater level of that secret place right now. I want to pray for us right now, wherever we are. I want you to close your eyes. Right now, where we are, your presence is with us.
I want to thank you that there is a shift happening in the spirit that we get glimpses of every now and then. But there's something that's moving that you are orchestrating and shifting. And I thank you over C3 Powerhouse and every member in our church. There is a, there's a shaking and a readjusting happening right now. Worrying or concerning. I thank you in the spiritual. You're doing things. You're going to move us forward. I see people being drawn into praying in tongues than you have ever prayed in tongues. Much over these last few weeks. I see us praying in tongues of things we don't understand, but God is organizing, shifting and reorganizing. Love for the language of heaven, your spiritual language that God's given you. I see... God's people coming out of this greater than better than anybody else comes out. And I believe in this season, God's people are going to come out. If we'll have another look, what's going on? Tune to a spirit realm. Don't just say to us who's, that, that, that one of the simplest things we can do in this season is to share uh, our live streams, sh share our faith months 12 months we're already hearing stories now but i believe we're going to come out and we're going to find so many people put their dip their toe in the water of church by watching online and just anonymously from the safety of their own home people there's a there's a revival that's that's stirring for people right now so i want us to be ready i want us to open up our eyes to what god's really doing in the spirit we i'll close with this but Teresa, a few years ago, preached a great message about dreaming. And it opened my eyes. I used to think dreams were just pizza dreams. And that I'd, but ever since then, for both Danielle and I, we've, we've been awoken to another dimension of hearing God through our dreams. And we have continued, both of us, to have these dreams of birthing, of new things. Uh, we've both, in the last month, I think, or maybe six weeks, we've both dreamed about having triplets. To me, which sounds like it's crazy, uh, but it's God birthing new things and new dimensions. So we're birthing things in the spirit. We're speaking mysteries, things that we... And you know what? You don't even have to work it out yet. It'll become apparent. God will make it apparent. So I just want to encourage you, find that secret place again. Have another look. Or the, the circumstances might look terrible, but if we lift up our eyes... There's more going on in the spiritual realm. God's doing more behind your back than in front of your face. He's working on your behalf. And as you just continue to make the choice to switch on faith of the goodness of God. We love you, church. You're amazing. God bless you. Thank you.